Are we doing a welcome back? Yeah, welcome back to Aquarius season part two. (laughs) (laughs) We have some background noise. We have a special guest with us today. (laughs) A really special guest. (laughs) We have my very own Frenchman here who featured in last week's Aquarius art. We're very excited to have you. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It will also be noted that um, since Guillaume's birthday is tomorrow, we have had a birthday dinner a little early tonight, and we have had wine, and one of us is a lightweight, and it's not me. So... (laughs) Let's guess. <laughs> so we have uh, one of our own as our <laughs> as our Aquarius guest today, and uh, very exciting. I remember when um when the two of you met for the first time, and I was like, I need a picture of you on either side of me, so I can have my air signs, <laughs> my two like yes. air signs on either side of me. <laughs> surrounded. Yeah, I'm surrounded. You guys are fueling my fire. You do. The two of you are the ones who fuel my fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do. But, um, but yeah, so welcome, Guillaume. Thanks. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. You want to tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, anything important we should know? Yes. Alors, I am from France, uh, from the Paris region. Yeah. And um, everything important that we should know. Um, I'm uh, married to Sierra, and um, I'm really happy to be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad. What do you? What, why don't you tell like what you do? What? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um, I'm a pharmacist. Um, so I'm every day working in Paris. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else I could say. Yeah. So you yeah. grew up around here and you live around here? Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't grow up in Paris, but in the Paris region. And, like, we are living, like... Uh, We're, like, in the Paris suburbs. Yeah, voila. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. All right, do you believe in astrology? Um, as I said to Sierra the first time that I met her... <laughs> Um, I don't like believe right away in astrology like uh, as you guys would do but like <laughs> I've always said that what I read about like Aquarius uh, so which is my sign was like pretty pretty accurate uh, pretty accurate sorry yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, there's definitely like some um, personality traits who are like really interesting and um, really pretty accurate if i can say it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. so maybe you were definitely not a believer yeah before. i wasn't a believer yeah would you say you're a believer now though ah i'm more and more i tend to be a believer with like the influence <laughs> <laughs> with my influence of you, but he has to live um, with you i know so yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's really do you have a choice of being a believer yes i do have okay okay you're an aquarius of course you have a choice here <laughs> <laughs> but you would say you would say you're a believer now yeah i believe it more uh about like the especially like i really enjoyed like listening to what you what you did uh with the 
with the description of like the different signs and like that like each time that I was listening to ink listening to it there was like obviously like someone that I would know uh, who would be like a Scorpio a Sagittarius a Capricorn uh, and I would be like yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty accurate you know like it's uh, um, I, um, like uh, it's accurate like when you meet the person from the first time and like when you get to know the person more um, you you can like definitely relate to the stuff that you guys say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well why don't you tell us what some of your hobbies are oh my hobbies are, I have multiple hobbies um, I really I really like reading I like biking um, I like watching movies too yeah so, and uh, playing music yeah, yeah it's important say. to me yeah yeah, yeah. so, so yeah that, that would be like my hobbies main know? hobbies reading yeah. biking movies music yeah, yeah we're yeah. a good match minus mm. the biking those are all good things that I like doing. <laughs> I'll, I'll crochet yeah. while you're <laughs> Would you say you're in touch with your emotions or do you tend to avoid emotions? Uh, that, yeah, that's, a, that's a complicated question. Um, mm. um, I, I do have emotion. <laughs> I don't know if I'm in touch with them. It's <laughs> like... Um, it's always like emotion from it's always an intern process before I you know I I, I express them out loud um, you always internalize everything before you express it yeah and especially emotion because um, I like to uh, of course like f le okay let's forget what I said for first <laughs> but le let's say that I am like I have like an emotion right now <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and like um, I internalize it and like I'm, I don't know I'm, maybe I'm torturate you know but I'm asking a question is it like something logical you know is it like um, something with fair to think about that and then yeah uh, if I think it's fair I'm gonna I'm gonna express it here yeah, for sure yeah interesting but uh, it's gonna be it, it, it always take a while to me to express uh, what I what I feel, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that way as an air sign, Tara? Or what were you going to say? Yes. I don't think air signs actively avoid their emotions. They just naturally keep them inside of them and then let them out when they're provoked to let them out or if they feel they should come out. Or if it's yeah. Tara, then never. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting because I just do not function that way. I think as like yeah. a fire sign who's just like, bah! and then also having an earth moon who's like feeling everything so deep and I don't know. It's very yeah. foreign to me to think of. What, what I noticed too is that like you 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 feel emotion about uh, different stuff that I would feel emotional yeah? about. Like too. what? I, I, I don't know, but like there's like, um, I know that like there are stuff who are like more likely to bring me uh, to, to to bring me to to feel emotion or to feel something like when I when I listen to uh, for example the music it's really I, I get emotional really easily okay. or like 
um, when I watch a movie, you know, try to, I don't know, denounce something about like, a, I don't know, like an oppression or like a, okay. when there is like, like a, a societal a, issue type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So that, that would like make me react like and like get me uh, more, uh, I would say. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Because I, hmm. I don't know. I, I wouldn't so you won't just cry at any random movie but or certain an Ed Sheeran music video <laughs> Ed Sheeran music video yeah. no Ed Sheeran doesn't make me cry doesn't get I, you that when way when I listen to music I, I don't watch video, uh, the videos you know usually I just listen to it and um, mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know how I would feel you know in front of a, in front of an Ed Sheeran clip I'm not sure that I... (laughs) Yeah, to get get the tears flowing. After a real TV show, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, perhaps we should do an experiment, and you should show Guillaume the Ed Sheeran music video and see if he's affected. He can watch it just with headphones in, that's fine. (laughs) 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 Won't have to listen to that stupid song. Oh, my God. Um... (laughs) All right, so I like, but that's that's a good answer because, like, like we were saying, which I know I'm the one who's sometimes rude and being like, uh, like Aquarius with your lack of emotions. It's not lack of emotion, Sierra. It's um, it's like you you yeah you like um, what's it called? Like intellectualize the emotions to a point where it's like, okay, like it's, it just reminds me a little bit like, and I this again is going to sound rude. I don't know how not to be rude. I'm a Sagittarius rising who has a glass of wine, but like robotic in a way is what it makes me think of not like not trying to be in a negative way, but like as a way you respond to thing like, okay, I see this emotion. I notice it's happening. I'm feeling it. Should I act on it? Should I not act on it? Putting it away for now or acting on it? Like it seems very methodical might be the word that's better than robotic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I always try to have like some form of criticized mind, you know, even if sometimes it's pretty far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> but like you always have to to be critical in front in front of what you see, and uh, and I I think that there's everybody is different, and like there's different stuff who can touch, you know, like yeah, uh, each other, you know, yeah. Um, uh, I know that you're really emotional. I have some friends who are like really emotional too, where I, I'm like not connecting, you know, with that. But yeah, um, it, I think it's just uh, how I am, you know. Yeah, no, it is. But it's interesting to think of that from an Aquarius perspective because Aquarius is seen as being the least emotional. So it's interesting to ask, like Aquarians, like you, yeah. what what it is like from an insider perspective, you know, because it's not lack of emotions, but it's just like processed and shown in a different way yeah you'll have to Brittany uh, yeah what she thinks yeah about we'll ask her other um uh, Aquarius that, guest yeah well um okay we can we can go on to the next question um so which sign do you like the best like this is a, this is one of the long-winded questions so listen to all the parts of it okay which sign do you like the best if you couldn't be your sign, which sign would you be? So that could be like an either or. Um, mm. Or if you're not thinking in a zodiac way, like which qualities do you wish you possessed that you don't? Mm. Uh, 
I think the, the sign that I like the best is the Sagittarius. Oh. <laughs> no, like, not, not like because like um, I'm with you, but because of their way of like um, um, seeing the thing in a bright way, and they they are like when um, I, I have like multiple Sagittarius in my life, and yeah. like uh, when I'm really upset about something. They they always have a way of thinking to to make you see the good about it or like um, because like I'm I'm like focusing on something because I'm upset about it you know I don't see the other and they really have the ability to to show you the other side of the spe spectrum and like make you see the reality from another perspective and then it feel better <laughs> it's yeah. really nice so yeah. Um, I, I I would say that like I really like Sagittarius. After I I like I like Aries. Aries. Aries mm -hmm. too. Um, from like the people that I know because they are really good into like uh, managing groups, even if sometimes they can they can make up story for nothing. Okay. <laughs> But like they are really good into like. Uh, Uh, managing group and like uh, put everybody bringing together. Bringing the energy together. <laughs> Bring, <laughs> bringing yeah. the group together. Bring the group together. Yeah. 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 But th that's a quality that you find in Sagittarius too. That's really cool though. Yeah. Like astrologically speaking, the two like signs that you, you know, really like would be fire signs and a cardinal sign and a mutable sign. So that's cool because that's like yeah. your compliments in all the ways because mm. you get along well with fire. Après, there's a, that's the signs that I prefer, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I know you, you get yeah. along with mostly yeah. everybody. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I like what you said about Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you have Sagittarius friends, and you have your cousin who was on for um, our Sagittarius season. Um, mm. And... Yeah, I, I do see that, though, because I can see how you stay fixed on something, and it is hard to get you out of that, like... You know, yeah, you are in that form of tunnel, you know. Yeah, like the tunnel vision of you know this is. You only see the thing, and like, uh, yeah. And to have like uh, an, a more optimistic and like mutable sign to be like, hey, but look at all the other possibilities mm. around you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like that very much. Mm. <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> okay. So our next question, how has being an Aquarius made you stand out in life or how has it helped you in life? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, uh, I would come back on the, I would like to come back on the fact of being fixed. Yeah. Um, yes, for sure. Like, uh, as I said earlier, like, uh, this is, uh, as you, as you of, often, guys often say that being things and like, n uh, only g seeing like the, uh, only one part of like, uh, a project or like something mm -hmm. is, can be bad, but like it, it, it's really helped me. Um, to to pick a decision and to focus and on something and to make it to make it done you know like yeah. when I'm thinks on something like it's gonna be that it has to be that and it's gonna be done and uh, at the end you know like 
the the stuff is done you know yeah. and i think i think it can i think it can be a quality that i that i appreciate because like you know me like yeah. i'm always like debating between like should i do this or should i do that and <laughs> what about this and what about that and <laughs> what are the pros and the cons and even with that you know sometimes i have like a hard time to to make a decision and Um, I think I have like just this bit of Aquarius to make me put take a decision and like and go once for it's it. made, it's made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't come on. back. Yeah. Uh, on like what I uh, what I uh, what I have been focused. Or I stand for my ideas when I have. You definitely them. do stand for your ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Voilà, so yeah, I would say yeah. Uh, Like, so that would uh, be like has like helped you in life you'd say uh, it helped me to be determinate uh, like to fulfill like what I uh, to fulfill to fulfill like my uh, my objective was like to to um, to work in the medical field um, yeah it's not easy especially in France to fulfill another objective to be able to speak English even if there is a big accent you know like <laughs> <laughs> that's another like uh, thing where you you hang on and like you you never uh, give up you yeah. know uh, yeah which I yeah. cannot say I have those qualities in the same way so that is a really cool Aquarius uh, well uh, there's yeah. good sides and downside you have you, you, you have to be you, you have to find the right middle between the between the thing, yeah. things I would say I also think that like in comparison to you know what we said about like being unemotional but in moments if I'm really upset and you're able to like not in an uncaring way but in an unemotional way like remind me you know everything's fine this is this that is that blah 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 it's gonna be it's gonna work out so like having that kind of logical perspective can be a good thing as well mm. I really liked that answer that you just gave and I wish I had those fixed qualities sometimes because I do not have the focus to no. yeah. pick no. something and finish it it's not that is forte. a really good fixed quality <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but um, I, I, well, from like what I have seen you know like in my group in my group of friends you have like always uh, the people who initiate the thing and like are bring Uh, are like the origin of the idea or like or like they they really set up well the beginning and then you have like people who are really good to finishing uh, to to like fini finishing the stuff in the way that like they would have a synthetic mind and i think it's a group it's a fine a well balanced it's group a, it's a it's a balance and like you need everybody to 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 make like uh you need like uh each like part has a role to play each, each part has a role to play yeah. and like um obviously you know that it can be it can be bad but when you know it you can make it work and you can like uh when you're well surrounded when you are surrounded by other people you can like work together to to like uh, finish a project I would say or yeah. like it, it helps you know everybody is going to bring something to the uh, in the construction or yeah. like uh, in the in the stuff and at the end it's going to be like uh, a nice and uh, a well finished uh, that's stuff. very wise that's very wise uh, that yeah. everybody has their part to play mm -hmm. yeah like with the different types of signs too you want to ask the next one I asked the previous one, so... No, you didn't. Are you playing this game again? 
Which I thought were up to do you see yourself as a wacky individual. Yeah. I asked the question before that. Do you see yourself as a wacky individual? <laughs> <laughs> I am the worst. Talk about not focused. Talk about mutable. Fuck. Do you see yourself as a wacky individual? Yes, I am a wacky individual. <laughs> <laughs> Easy answer. <laughs> really, people like say, well, say that like I, I can have like weird, uh, I can have like weird, um, weird decision or weird way of thinking. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think. I, um. I think my first. Like, when I realized you were, like, a wacky person, Sierra showed me a picture of you. I think you were dressed as the Pink Panther. Or uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, was it Pink I Panther? I hope it was the first picture that you saw. <laughs> no, it wasn't the first. It was one of the early ones, though. Hey, Tara. I mean... <laughs> I really like this French Pink Panther. <laughs> Here's this guy I'm talking to. Send a picture of Game in a full-on Pink Panther. <laughs> and I was like, yes, he's perfect for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that yes. would be a good indicator of the wackiness for sure. Pink Panther. <laughs> Was yeah. that was that what was that for? Because I don't think it was Halloween. <laughs> no, no, it was like uh, it was for New Year's. Oh, and, um, okay. <laughs> so the theme well, was um, uh, famous animated movies and heroes, or stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and I I didn't I didn't decide to dress myself as Batman or Superman. You know, uh, it was the Pink Panther. <laughs> I thought it was a great idea. well yeah so there we go wacky individual check (laughs) (laughs) okay um oh this is a good one what is your vision of the future oh um i don't know were we saying like of your future or like the future of the world or you were asking i don't remember what we were thinking (laughs) (laughs) when when we wrote this one like what is your yeah well you can say what is the vision of the future being like you know aquarius is a very humanitarian sign like but it could be your part in the future or like what what do you see the future as what are your future visions and oh uh that's a hard question um uh, I, I I don't know. Um, my vi- my vision of the future for me would be like wh- what I would love to would be like wh- what I would love in the future. It would be like to to continue like obviously like um, helping people, you know, helping people. Yeah. Um, bec- uh, and like work in the in the medical field. Definitely, it's it would be something important for me. And uh, the vision of the future in general, let's say, I try to be positive, <laughs> to <laughs> think positive in uh, in this future where we could, like, uh, I don't know, maybe all live together, you know, uh, with our difference yeah, uh, or something like this. Yeah. yeah. That would be something definitely positive, you know. How would um, you say your vision of, like, like med- since you're in the medical field, like, what... What kind of vision do you have going forward for like medical, like I don't know, advances or like the future of things that could help people? It could be like um, 
just it, it can really be simple thing like just um, increasing it would be about well-being I would think because um, we have like let's say that we have a lot of drug we can like heal a lot of stuff you know obviously we can't heal every, everything you know but like it would be about the the well-being of the people who are like in a, in a long-term pathology helping on that you know because like long-term illness is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, like someone who has diabetes okay. or okay. like uh, I would think it's my everyday life, you know, a cardiovascular disease or like mm -hmm. some stuff like that. It would be, yeah, it would be like increasing the well-being because we answer to to the, the question how we're going to physiologically, you know, uh, and scientifically uh, cure, you know, like uh, decrease your uh, glycemia or like uh, decrease your heart rate, mm -hmm. but like we are uh, not yet at asking... the technological point. Uh, it's, it's, sometimes it's not just about the technological point, but it's just a way of thinking how can we, wh what can we do better? And like sometimes it's just like... Um, Comment tu dis accompagner? Like, Accompany. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like helping someone. Like you know, that's what I do every day. You know, in mm -hmm. the in the when they look for information, you know, I try to 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 give them like some some stuff or like explain uh, what their treatment are about and what are the little tricks you know sometimes come from like grandma medicine <laughs> uh, uh, to help them so like thinking in smarter ways in order to help people like it's it's not necessarily inaccessible information it's just rethinking the ways in order to reach and help more people yeah voila yeah. yes yes that's really cool yes yeah well Next question, important question. Do you believe in aliens? Um, I believe in aliens, but not in the E.T. way. Okay. Or in the um, alien, like the movies, you know, like the terrible creatures that we can see on, uh, yeah. on movies. Uh, and I, I really think that the universe is really vast and like... Because you asked me, I believe, and because I, I don't have the proof of it, but like I think it's possible that we would have like some other form of life, you know. I uh, think it's ridiculous to think that you outside. there wouldn't be another form of life yeah. outside of Earth. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going in the in the question of do you think that they <laughs> had contact with us? Oh, or like they had contact. So I'm not with going us? in. We're that not way. going there. I'll go there. No, it's okay. I'll save it. I'll save it. <laughs> For that, I don't know. Do you feel like you are an alien? No, that's not question, <laughs> but Aquarius is seen as the alien of the zodiac. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But no, I think that's a that's a smart answer. I mean, the universe yeah. is vast. Mm. Voila. Yeah. Voila. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, dog person or cat person, and why? You know that, and swear. Uh, <laughs> I'm a cat person, uh, obviously. Like I, I have always loved, I have always loved cats, not because, not just because they are fluffy, but uh, <laughs> because dogs are too. But like, um, I, I really like dogs too. But like, um, I like the independence factor mm -hmm. of the cat um, the fact that he can go on his own do some little nap or 
have fun just on his sword, you know, and like you just come and like bring him a little bit more fun by playing with him, but he would be fine on his own. So, so uh, the independence of this animal, I, I really like it. That's like exactly what we were talking about with uh, in the Aquarius episode about how Aquarius is like the other like independent sign along with Sagittarius, and that's like exactly what I said. Like how I mm-hmm. do, I love dogs, but as far as being a pet parent, I would need to be a pet parent to a cat, not a dog, because of the independence factor. But um, oh my god! But you are like the best cat dad. You and oh, Gaston you. are so, it is so, he loves playing with you and they will play hide and seek. Like Gaston literally plays hide yeah. and seek. Aww. And it's so it's cute. Funny. You like run into the other room and you call him and he'll come chasing after you. <laughs> and then like, you, you know, he'll run away and he'll like, meow, and Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. We'll have to interview Gaston for Pisces season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, he's next. I know. Um, all right, so our last question is your top three, your sun, moon, and rising. Uh, oh, well, Tara, you already know. I do. I know I know the, what are my top three. Yes. Um, my sun is Aquarius, my moon is Gemini, and my uh, rising is Scorpion. Yeah. I think that, like I've said I feel like on a bunch of the episodes, I think even though you're a fixed sign, you have the a lot of the mutable qualities because your moon is in Gemini, just like me as a mutable sign, I have a lot of the cardinal qualities because my moon is in Capricorn. Because mm-hmm. I do think that you're pretty good with the flow and also like a... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I do think you yeah. can be. I do think you can be very fixed on certain things, but I do think that you're more go with the flow than like a, a double fixed sign or a triple fixed sign would be and... Um, like I like I was saying before, like that one day where we were in Connecticut, and then we're like, sh- should we like drive to Canada today, maybe? Oh yes, that's my, one of my best memory. Yeah, yeah. we we rent we like found this we, place on Airbnb. Yeah, Forty bucks. Yeah, it was like thirty bucks. Yeah, with a coffin. There was in a the coffin room. in the room when we like got the there. Like the weirdest place ever. It was ever. so weird. Yeah, it was like we got there, and it was like <laughs> yeah, it was really cheap per night. Um, in Montreal. But yeah, we were in the center. Like, it was... Yeah, it was a really good location, but it was like, when you got there, you're like, oh, (laughs) there's no air conditioning, and it's so hot, you have to have the windows open. Oh, but it's next to a main road, so you can't really sleep because the windows are open. Oh, there's a fucking coffin in (laughs) the room that they made into, like, a a mirror frame. Like a real coffin? It was, I would, I would venture to say it had not been used, but yes, like, it was like made out of like, you know, definitely weird. I mean, it was yeah. Guillaume sized. He stood next to it and made the whole like crossed arms, dead face. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it's like, we just casually have a coffin. We'll put a mirror in it. So it seems like it has a purpose. It was very bizarre, weird. but, but that was just like a last minute decision where we're like, it was the morning and we're like, should we drive to Canada? Yes. Yes, we should. And I don't think that like a a fixed fixed sign would be like, well, I don't have this. I don't have this. We aren't prepared. I didn't think about this. Whereas, um, you eating gummy bears right now? Fruit snacks. Fruit snacks? Yeah. Oh, I remember those. Tara's eating fruit snacks and she's drinking water with ice in it. And I was like, I forgot about ice. <laughs> America. <laughs> yeah, I always remember, um, <laughs> when I was flying back from like the, the US 
for the first time, you know. Yeah. And like I was uh, flying with a German company, but they were they were used to like do like uh, American flight. Okay. And uh, th- obviously they know that I was French, and um, they asked me uh, if I wanted some ice, and I said, "Oh no, thank you, I'm good with it." And uh, they say, "Oh yeah, uh, I'm sure uh, a lot of people uh, ask you about ice a lot to add more ice in your uh, in your drinks, you know, or like like uh, for like in the U.S. Yeah, 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 yeah. because like it, 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 it's funny, like there's ice everywhere <laughs> in the Coke. Uh, <laughs> Whereas here, it's like you don't get refills. Like refills aren't a thing. In the water. So too. when yeah. you order a Coke, it's like literally a glass bottle. They open it in front of you and put it down, and they give you a glass. And like to get ice with it would be to like dilute it. Mm-hmm. Like and yeah. it would like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know because you're not getting a refill of this. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just it is not a thing. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. But anyways. Yep, so Tara's eating fruit snacks on the job. I see how it is. Uh. I'm always eating. Anytime we record, I'm usually eating. (laughs) All right, so yeah, we have your your top three. You are an Aquarius with a Gemini moon and Scorpio rising. So you have two air signs going on in water, Mm. um, double fixed, and you have the Scorpio eyes for sure. Like Mm -hmm. like, uh, your rising is your first, uh, um, what am I trying to say? Your first impression. Yeah. And and I can definitely like you have the mm, Scorpio eyes sometimes. <laughs> what's in yeah, um what's sometime. in Guillaume's first house? What's in his first house? Well, I think it's just Scorpio. Oh. Oh, and Pluto. So yeah, so his uh, Scorpio. Sorry, his ascendant and Pluto are in first house, and both of those are Scorpio. So the two oh. of you. Yeah. Look at this. My two. My top two people in the world. You both. Mm are air signs and you both have your two Scorpio signs in your first house with your Scorpio eyes both yeah. of you both of you in your Scorpio eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> only a Sag wow. could handle them <laughs> <laughs> I am strong I am fiery you're I not intimidated warm. by them I'm not intimidated by you <laughs> But it is an intensity. Like, I would say, like, I don't know, mm. when I first met you, I would think that, like, I could, like, when we're talking, there's no, like, la-di-da about it. It's like, you're, you know, like, yeah. like focused. Like, you're yeah. definitely focused when you, I don't know, you first impression. You right to the point. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. He's fixed. No, I, I think, I think, like, like physically, like, focused in. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you're in. You're talking to the person. Yeah, so you're really, like, whoop. Yeah. 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 Alrighty, well, I think that that's I think that's all we have. Okay. I'm really well, excited thank you that for you joining us. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for being Thanks our first you. Aquarius yeah. guest and uh, adding another international guest to the bunch. Yeah, really. Oh la la. All right, we have our second Aquarius guest with us. We have Brittany. Welcome, Brittany. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. thanks. Thanks for chatting with us. <laughs> I'm excited too. So Brittany is another American expat living in France. Um, and we had our paths cross at a really stupid job. And <laughs> that was one of the good things to come out of it. 
<laughs> so you want to tell us about you, where you're from, and anything important we should know? Um, well, I guess the most important thing you should know since it's the reason why we're here is that I'm Aquarius. <laughs> Yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, I really do think like that Aquarius does describe me pretty well. Um, and, you know, if I were to maybe tell someone my, you know, life events or like my life timeline or something, they'd be like, they could probably guess that maybe I was a, an Aquarius. Yeah. Like the tra- change and like things that I've done in my life, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, I, uh, I'm an expat living in France. Um, I... I was living in China for the last five years teaching English, and then I came back to France to, I don't know, work on my French, and now I'm living in Grenoble, which is like, oh man, I'm so happy to live in such a great city in France. There's so many mountains, and yeah, just good vibes. It's I like, like a lot, so. it's like what, six hours like south-ish from Paris? Yeah, by car or three hours by TGV. Yeah. Oh, so you guys aren't near each other. Uh, not Brittany, anymore. Not no. anymore. Oh. No. I didn't I realize that. I moved out of Paris. I was living in Paris for the last like year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then after um, we stopped working at our job that we were both working at, <laughs> I moved out of Paris like a month after. As soon as like I stopped working there, I'm like, all right, I'm out of Paris. And so I started looking for cities like with mountains that I wanted to live in, and then I moved to Grenoble. Yeah, so it's it's like a six-hour drive, and uh, it's really I've never cool. been, I've but been I'm living here visit. for two months now. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait for you guys to come. Yeah, it's so, like yeah. beautiful mountains. I, and I understand. Love <clears throat> I love the mountains too, and it's really nice to really love oh. where you live and to be in like a yeah. beautiful place. <laughs> You kind of had it that. It really makes you, a difference. Uh, you moved out of long, off of Long Island, and you're like, I see the world differently now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Brittany, where are you from originally? Um, I grew up in Connecticut, and oh. then I moved to Nashville for university, and I was like seven. 18 17 18 mm-hmm. and then I um, my mom moved to Maine when I moved to Tennessee so then now whenever I go home I moved out of the US in 2012 and I moved to France and now every time when I come home um, I always go to Maine or Nashville and all of my friends live in Nashville but and my aunt and uncle but my mom and my brother and my dad, they live in Maine, so. Very nice. I don't really go to Connecticut anymore hmm. so much. It is it is really funny to, like, find, like, oh, I'm meeting someone, like, who's another yeah. expat. And, you know, even though you're home-based, like, you know, you go back to Nashville, too. It's like, you're from Connecticut, and that's where exactly. my parents are now, and that's where Tara and is now. And <laughs> tiny, tiny little state. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Actually, Sierra, you kind of have a similar situation where you're from Maryland, but your parents moved to Connecticut, but all your school people are yeah. like down by Virginia. And so you yeah, go to Connecticut when you come home, but that's not where you grew up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Exactly. And then I always go back to like the Maryland, Virginia area because that's where all my people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Parallels. You're right. 
connection. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really ever really like uh, make that connection before. Yeah, but yeah, it's didn't pretty either. similar. Different locations, mm-hmm. but and now we both live in France. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Weird. But Brittany's yeah. been speaking French for a lot longer than I have. <laughs> yeah, but that just shames me even more so because your French is just as good as mine. <laughs> But I can I can always just like redeem myself by saying I spent the last five years in China learning Chinese and speaking Chinese and I haven't yeah. put any time into Fran- into French. So although I started years before you, there were about five years that like I actively did not learn any French or like yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a long time ago, and it was like it's like been ten years, but it's not real. I haven't been speaking for ten years. Yeah, no. yeah, it's uh, that's crazy though. So you, yeah, you can speak three languages, which is awesome. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Yeah, very cool. Um, All right. Okay, so do you believe in astrology in the zodiac? Do I believe in astrology? <laughs> <sighs> Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I, it's not like a belief, you know? Like, it's just like... It's like, if, do I believe in Greek mythology? Like, I don't mm. necessarily necessarily believe in it, but I entertain it. It's fun. Like, I can, um, you know, I can enjoy the stories. And with astrology, it's kind of based off of Greek mythology with, like, gods and, like, you know, maybe some traits and stuff. So I feel like, you know, if those energies are there and... It's been laid out, it's been organized in some sort of fashion that is like coherent and we can see results that actually happen in our lives. That's fun to play around with. And mm-hmm. if the energies are there and it does work out, like, you know, if I am believing in astrology and if it works out for me, you know what? That's great. But if this energy is there and I'm not using these energies to like, um, better flow you know with my life and events and taking different paths and opportunities if i'm not using that energy and it's still there but i'm just not using it then you know like quel dommage like what a, what a shame <laughs> quel dommage. <laughs> why not just use that energy and like you know so i feel like it's not that it's a belief, but it's something fun and interesting that has caught my attention that I like to use in, I don't know, I'm a very, uh, I don't know, I like an- analytical of my choices, my daily life, my routine and stuff, and I really like to think, like, how can I do this better? Mm-hmm. And with those energies and even tarot and stuff like that, I feel like it's just a tool that we can use to better our lives in some way. If it's our, you know, emotional health or like mental health, our physical health, or just like feeding my curiosity. Yeah. Why not? I'm yeah. down for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And I like that you brought in the analytical mind. We're getting into some Aquariusness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> what um what were some of your hobbies? 
Um, well, astrology is one of my hobbies at the moment. I'm really <laughs> into astrology. I think it's fun. Um, I like, um, I don't know, it's hard to say. Like, I have so many hobbies. I have, I like a lot of things. And I think that's why I'm not, like, really good at one thing is because I like I so many things. I completely relate to that. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> always like, I'll get into a phase where I, I want to yep. do something. And I, that's why I really, Sierra and I've been doing like this a yoga with Adrian for the month. And like, I'm super yep. into yoga right now. I can't say that like one of my hobbies is yoga because it's been 28 days since I've been doing like a daily yoga practice. But I really, I, and I've, I've done yoga before and stuff too, but like, I really love that right now. And astrology, journaling, I like tarot. Now that I'm here in Grenoble, um, I'm just like interested to see what I can get into into the mountains. I, we've been hiking a little bit and I want to climb again. I like riding bikes. Um, I want to get a longboard and learn to longboard. Oh. Um, I love cooking. I've been eating vegan and I've been cooking a lot more and it's just like mixing a bunch of things together and it's just really fun I don't know I I like to do creative things I like to do physical things and you I seem like, like a very well-rounded person jack yeah. of all trades <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay cool um yeah. Uh, so what would you, where are we, would you say you are in touch with your emotions or do you tend to avoid your emotions? Um, that's, I'd say both. Um, but like, I'm very conscious of my emotions. Like, I guess you would say I am in touch with my emotions. Like if I am feeling super stressed, I do feel stressed. And, but I'll just like talk it out with someone and, you know, kind of like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really connected with people. Like if I have a problem or if I'm feeling really happy, I want to tell someone. If I feel sad, I want to tell someone. Um, and I think just speaking it aloud and talking it out talking it through with someone it really it make it allows me to feel the emotion and then just kind of like work through it and be like okay does this serve some sort of purpose like should I remove myself from the situation should I like what can I learn from that um so sometimes like in the situation I don't act like <laughs> as I would have after the moment and I'm like okay well maybe I shouldn't have done that but it's so it's, it depends on the situation either in the moment I can remain calm and collected or after I can like analyze why I didn't um, okay mm -hmm. yeah but yeah I, I think like, like emotions can like be like a tool for creativity too so like using that you know frustration to do yoga or to I don't know do my bullet journal or something do something creative can make me feel better yeah yeah pushes me to do things or like when I used to run a lot and when I was really stressed out I would just go for a run and then I could just run as fast as I could for like as long as I could and then I just stop and then I'm like whoo I got all of that energy out and I just feel so much better yeah so 
Okay, so like needing to, I I feel like um like it's different than what Guillaume answered, but it's similar in the way of like needing to like acknowledging they're happening and needing to figure out how to process them to then figure out what to do about them mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah, I don't know. for sure. Would you agree, Tara? Yeah, like, I would agree. Like the similar mm-hmm. way of yeah. I like that. That's a good habit, though, to be like, I'm upset. I'm going to go run. Like, I got into that for like a minute there, but yeah. it's hard to keep that trend up. <laughs> but I also feel like I, I am like a relatively calm person. And I've been in like positions with other people like um, I've had in China. I am the director of this course, this teaching course. And last year I was in I was able to invite some friends or some teachers, but I just invited friends from Nashville to come and teach with me. And they'd never taught before. It was like pretty high stress environment. It was all in Chinese. They didn't, they've never taught in a classroom. There's a bunch of students. And I felt like I have a pretty calming, um, I don't know, way to talk to people in stressful situations. Um, even yeah. if myself, like, I feel like if I'm in a stressful situation and there's other people there that know what they're doing, I can allow myself to feel more stressed. But when I am in the situation where I'm the person who has, like, the most grounding there, I'm able to kind of, like, put my, you know, stress aside or whatever it is and be there for, like, to console someone else or to, like, calm the, the group of people. Like, if we were all yeah. lost in the woods or something, I would also be like, crap, what are we going to do? But I would be like, hey, everyone, it's it's okay. Just, like, remain calm. So, it depends on the situation. I, I don't want to give away too much of, like, your chart because I want Tara to try to guess some of it. But there is some of that that I'm, like, I relate so much to <laughs> where, okay. like, I can definitely stress out. But if I feel like I need to be the one in charge, then I'm just, like... <coughs> We're good. We're absolutely good. I'll forget <laughs> about this later. We need to be calm right now. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I can I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I agree. I would say that, like, meeting you, like, you just have a very chillness about you, too. And yes. you've seen me in a pretty stressful environment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so um, what would you say... Okay, so which sign do you like the best? If you couldn't be your sign, which sign would you be? Or, like, which qualities do you value that you would maybe wish you had? So, obviously, as an Aquarius, I'm going to say Aquarius is the probably the best sign that <laughs> someone could be. <laughs> Um, I think that, uh, I don't know, I I really do feel like I'm an Aquarius. I really like, you know, the, the aspects of Aquarius. Like I, you know, the individuality, the sociable, like, um, I don't know, eccentric or free thinking. I, I feel like we need more Aquariuses, and I feel like that, and this is exactly why it's the age of, it's the age of Aquarius. I couldn't ask to be anything else but Aquarius right now, but I'm also a Leo rising, and I feel like that accentuates my Aquarius sun and moon. 
Okay. Mm. And you just gave it away. We can't make Tara guess. That. <laughs> oh, okay. sorry. But I want. I do want to guess about like other parts of your chart. Okay. Do, you ha- do you have her full chart? Uh, yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I really like that, and um, just the fact that Uranus is the planet of your uh, of Aquarius, I really like the combination. So I think that um, Aquarius is a really great sign right now, and I think that it goes along with like this um, life that I'm in right now. I think that like yeah, it's exactly things are coming together like the. Things are aligning and with Aquarius. Yeah. I but that to say too, like Leo, I I feel like when I was younger I was more of a Leo. Like I was so the life of the party. I was like I got class clown and like funniest in my high school, like what are those called? Um Superlatives. Superlatives, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. um I don't feel like I am that anymore. I feel like social anxiety has really just like came down on me whenever I go out now. But you know, it's different being an expat as well. So I'm all I'm always put yeah. into different situations. I am used to being, you know, the foreigner who maybe speaks the language not so well or who um I don't know, it's just, like, the only American, like, English speaker in the room or something, whatever. I just, I'm always kind of, like, the oddball out. Um, So, I... I can't even imagine what that would have been in China, because you're very (laughs) tall and very blonde. (laughs) Well, in China, it was a little bit different as well, because a lot of the expats were American. So, like, hanging out with friends, there's a more comfortable environment. But, like, going outside or like doing anything in your daily routine is a different story like you it's just like eyes on you all the time yeah Mm. i bet yeah well i i can kind of tara and i have talked about this before and we're like what other sign would we want to be and we're i'm like well sagittarius is the best and tara's like i wouldn't want to be anything but a libra (laughs) really it's really funny how people really uh yeah they love their their own sign yeah and like uh i i think i've told this before but like when i when i try to like ask like people like what's your favorite element and it's like well obviously fire is the fucking best i would not choose anything besides fire and then i asked guillaume and he's like you need air to breathe (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm on the fence about that i i could choose water you know i'm a very uh watery person so i'm between Mm. i'm half but also earth for me too like Honestly, I wouldn't choose fire. It's a tie between water, air, and earth for me. And I'm an air sign. Interesting. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. I appreciate all of them. I appreciate fire, too, but it's like, I don't know, it's the more sinister side, you know? The more dark side. (laughs) (laughs) But also, that brings light, too, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well. Um, I'm glad that you're cool with being an Aquarius in the age uh-huh. of Aquarius. That is a pretty, a pretty great thing to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of, you kind of talked about this, but our next question is how has being an Aquarius made you stand out in life or helped you in life? So I guess, um, 
Well, I've always been, you know, the oddball out, even, you know, when I was in my, my, the environment that I, like, grew up in and grew, grew with, I was still always, like, I don't know, a little bit eccentric and weird and rebellious, super rebellious, always. Like, if someone tells me to do something, I'm like, in fact, I'm going to do the opposite. Um, <laughs> but I've, I've always been kind of like a leader, too, or in a leadership position. And with, like, the connection of Uranus, too, like, there's, like, Uranus is, like, it's, like, the planet of change and revolution, but still having, like, that flexible energy. And I feel like that has really carried me my whole life through, like, the past decade, at least, through traveling, living in other places, meeting, like, different people and being in different situations that were completely foreign to me, having that flexibility, but also that, like, individual individuality that kind of, like, you know, allows me to see what things um, of other cultures, of other peoples, of other languages that I want to incorporate into my life and how I can be more flexible working with other people. And um, the Uranus um, is in my seventh, is in my sixth house. So I looked this up just before, like, and the sixth house my, the sixth house is in Capricorn. My six, my my Capricorn is my sixth house, and um, it's like uh, it manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about routines, and I really like that. Mm, like as okay. I've been traveling and growing up, and you know, just like growing into being an adult, and through like everything that's been happening in the world at the same time, like seeing that daily routine like in america I'd, i wouldn't want to live i could not live in america and go back into the daily routine of that normality like working to live and just it being in english and having everyone who's just like so similar and there there are a lot of different people but not like in china or asia where you go and you see something and you're like i have no idea what they're doing or what that is and there's this like <laughs> yeah. curiousness about just going out uh, in your normal daily routine that I don't know if I can live without anymore and I feel like that I really feel that like I'm challenging this normal life like expected societal routine because I don't feel like I belong in that type of environment so I've I feel like in my life I'm like challenging that and Aquarius and Uranus is all about rebelling and challenging like social norms For sure. and you know thinking outside of the box doing things differently but like still uh, you know being inventive in like a in humanitarian sense an environmental sense and I feel like, you know, I, I started eating vegetarian when I was 13, and I really feel like that's, that's so Aquarius or Uranus, like, uh, you know, humanitarian, and that was, that was, like, unconscious, you know, I didn't know anything about astrology, but I feel yeah. like those energies were really, I wonder, I would love to see my chart around that time. 
see like what was going on yeah see what could have affected you know that change but yeah that's uh that's interesting like that just reminded me of like of my mom and my mom has an Aquarius moon as mm. well and like my mom was the one who like she wasn't able to be a vegetarian when she was still living at home but like the the minute that she wasn't she became a vegetarian she was into yoga in what like the the six, 60 70s like before people that was like a what's wrong with you what what kind of hippy dippy whatever are you doing and now like everybody's like yoga is in you know (laughs) (laughs) but like the way of like almost like rebelling against uh against the norms and um it just it just reminds me of my mom a lot and you guys both have the aquarius man there (laughs) yeah i wonder if that's a you know a strong trait just like i don't know well, not feeling the need to do things the way that they have that they have been done, just because they have yeah, been done that way. Exactly. Just challenging yeah. what is actually happening right now, just for the sake of challenging too. I really like that. Can I? Uh, there's this. Yeah. There's this uh, monkey king in Chinese uh, mythology. Have you ever heard of him? His no. name is Sun Wukong, and I really love him. And I love him because he is just to the core a trickster like he's a monkey like he was born out of this rock um, as like this supernatural all-powerful godlike monkey and he became the monkey king and he went up to the heavens and um, because the gods were seeing that on the earth the monkey was like you know super powerful and doing all these things and they were hearing all these stories about this powerful supernatural monkey and then so they brought him up to the heavens and were like okay well if we're going to be able to keep this monkey in line because on earth he wasn't like doing anything good with his powers he was just doing it for like just to trick people to laugh at their misfortune and to you know he was just solely for tricking people and I really love that about him and so they the gods brought him up into the heavens and they gave him this task to guard the um the immortal peach garden and uh, if you eat the peaches you get like you know thousands and thousands of years of life and so there was this big gala in the heavens and everyone was invited and on the peach farm all of the workers were kind of upset they couldn't go and go to the gala with all of the other gods and the monkey king was like hey you guys go i've got this don't worry about it and they're like are you sure it's okay and they left and the monkey king eats all of the peaches and then he's just this super powerful immortal monkey that the gods are like damn it what are we gonna do now with this monkey and then he's like screw you guys i'm going back to earth i'm a king and he just like it um it's there's a tv series and a a book about this like a trilogy about this a journey to the west and him and like his troop just like go like on a journey by foot and they're just yeah just tricksters i just i love love the monkey king and i feel like he i'd love to see the chart if there is a chart but he's got to be an aquarius (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) that would be really that's like really interesting to think of like 
you know, like the the myths and gods and everything. Like, well, we know Zeus is associated with Jupiter, but is he really a Sagittarius? Like, what would he actually be? (laughs) Or to, like, create a story about something with him and depicting, like, all of his characteristics. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Well, I have not heard of the monkey thing, but I'm glad I have now. I liked it. It's really great. Yeah. eating all the peaches <laughs> and i think it ties into our next question <laughs> yeah our next question is um do you see yourself as a wacky individual not at all straight laced <laughs> by the book um scientific logical mind you know me um yeah a bit a bit um but like, but scientific logical mind is also known it, as being Aquarius, and I would say that you have that, but you have the wackiness about it know, that is also Aquarius. I've always kind of been down on myself. I've had to really work through this. Okay, I went to like a technological health, uh, technological high school, so really I studied culinary. I only got two years of high school, and then I went to university, and I'm not a really great student. I studied French because it was fun, and I majored in French, so I. I'm not really like a scientific brain logical person like a book smart person and I've really had to like come to terms with that and accept that like the knowledge that I do have is knowledge that I've been interested in myself and like looked up myself you know when it's the it's the rebellious part of me if like in school my teacher's telling me to do something I'm like I don't want to do that I don't want to learn about this I want to learn about something else so I've, I've really yeah. had to work with that, but I, like, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I've had to work through not being s- logical. Oh, I am a wacky. Well, <laughs> no, like when you said wacky and you're saying, yeah, like I'm, you know, the logical, like, uh. Um, type of thinking person and but that logical is also like a, a quality of Aquarius yeah. so oh I've been missing like out on that I really feel like I haven't connected th- with that part of Aquarius I really had to like kind of like work with that because I was feeling like man I wish I you know was just I paid attention in school more I was more book smart I just had that knowledge because now I would have to learn that knowledge like myself and I'm not super yeah. interested in it I wish I already had that but I do feel like I am, I am, I am a student. I'll always be a student. I'm learning all the time. Um, but I think it shows itself in different ways, though. Like, I mean, I, I don't think that all Aquarius, like all scientists are Aquarius yeah, or that all Aquarius sure. become scientists. You know, I think it's, um, I think that it takes its own special, like, kind of, like, dedication to be a like self-learner do you know what yeah. I mean because that's not everybody that's not so maybe that's just the way that and you that's know, one of my passions learning things I love I lo- and yeah. also part of my hobbies is a lot of my hobbies are solo hobbies like playing guitar reading journaling yoga like all of these things I do by myself and same with learning and you know me being an online teacher and I teach one-to-one classes I prepare my own lessons I create the materials I really like working for myself I I feel like I can really depend on myself and I really like to um, like this year how like I'm 
really trying to hone in onto my skills and I, I want to learn as much as I can about the things that actually pertain to my life. And for, as an Aquarius too, like I feel like the educational systems that we have as a society, that is kind of an Aquarius job to like analyze, break it down and reform. You know, it's like the tower okay. before the star. I feel like that is Aquarius energy since Aquarius is the star card. Like before the star can come out to kind of do that change and humanitarian thing and lead into this new direction, we need to kind of be able to work with, be flexible with that destruction that has happened before and kind of analyze like where did we go wrong and how can we, you know, like reformulate that to get a better outcome and I feel like with learning that's something that I'm trying to learn myself so that I can actually teach it myself too so I want to learn all of these things and like one of my dreams that I've always dreamed about and I, I don't want to die before I live out this kind of reality for some amount of time but to like live on some sort of eco village where it's fully sustainable and we have our own you know, education, educational curriculum where it's not just go to school, but you're in the, you know, the village where we live in. And it's, you know, it's hands-on stuff. You're learning to build, you're learning to cook, you're learning to do the things, you're learning, you, like, learning household things, how to take care of yourself physically and emotionally and stuff like that. And to, like, give people, and especially children, like, a, a really solid education that's m not super individualistic but individualistic in like a cultural sense that really per pertains to their life this goes along with a lot with the question we were going to ask next mm -hmm. awesome which what is i guess you kind of answered yeah, it but what's your yeah. vision <laughs> of the future well i wouldn't say that's my total vision of the future of humanity Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's a nice um, reality for a lot of groups of people as we start to see the effects of climate change and, um, you know, the change in society with health and with the virus and other viruses that are surely going to come in the future as well. and. I feel like there's going to be a lot of different realities for a lot of different people. What I think needs to happen is that we kind of like break down out of our super connected reality where we start to go back to the basics and live from the earth and cut down on all the things we need like fossil fuels and you know, um, the meat industry where we're mass producing everything. I feel like as a society, we need to take a step back and start working from the ground, literally from the ground up again. Like I, I, I totally feel the tower and star energy in my lifetime. I feel like that's, that's what needs to happen, especially with the age of Aquarius that now with COVID I think was a great catalyst to wake people up to how society has kind of like oppressed us and how we're living this routine that, you know, we're not living. 
we're not really living living life. Some people are, and those are the lucky people. But then, on the other hand, some people really aren't. And there's no reason yeah. we should have this divide in our life. Like, we have advanced so much as humans, and I feel like the advancements we've made as humans have really um, detracted us from advancing on a spiritual, on a, on a, on a physical level because mm-hmm. we've been so distracted by new technological developments, by, you know, you know, having access to people everywhere around the world, information from everywhere around the world. Like, our minds have been so distracted, and I feel like everyone's so disconnected from the earth. My vision I for the earth... I think people are realizing that now, though. Yeah, and I feel like that's yeah. sort of the age of Aquarius where everyone's really waking waking up to it. And especially me, for example, I'm a perfect example of, of it. Like, I've never been religious. I've never um, believed in anything. I've never, like, um, I don't know. I really feel like with, it started with yoga, meditation, and those sort of mindful practices that really got me into, like, I don't know, the community where that information, the algorithm was there for me to, like, be um, present for, like, that sort of information to just be in my trajectory. But I don't know, I feel like it's in my life now, and I feel like just, I was telling you the other day, Tara, like, uh, no, not Tara, wow, Sierra, um, (laughs) 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 that, uh... (laughs) I was, like, looking at... I hadn't looked at YouTube tarot videos. Like, I really love watching tarot readings on YouTube. I haven't looked at that for, like, the whole year, basically, this whole month. And I can tell a huge difference, the increase of people who are reading tarot from November, or even if we even take, like, June from last year to January this year, Man, there went from like 15 readers to like hundreds. And now That's wild. and now like even astrologers, there's so yeah. many young astrologers, there's a lot of older astrologers out there like making so many really well like they're explained so well the things that they're talking about and they have so much knowledge. So the information's out there. People are really I feel like that's uh, a really good indication of the direction that we are going in. I, f- I do feel like that people are waking up, and it's only a matter of time until everyone has at least heard of or tried some sort of mindful exercise or has tried to make a switch to a more conscious or eco-friendly way of living. And yeah. for me being a vegetarian for half of my life, I really feel like if I can just put that seed into someone's head and if they choose to cut out red meat if they choose to cut out beef i'm not asking anyone to change their life and be a vegan you know but if i can plant that seed and that goes with anything not just meat but with any little thing like breathing or doing a meditation before you go to bed if you just kind of plant that seed and i find that when i have conversations with new people and i meet new people a lot and i find that they 
they don't have experience or maybe they don't believe in astrology but then i tell them like oh my god but you wouldn't believe like jupiter and saturn are conjunct and this is how the energies are affecting it and they're like okay yeah i can see that or the other day when we went into the mountains and it was the first day of the age of aquarius it's a change in a 200 year cycle and then that day was the windiest day i have seen in I don't even know how long. It was so crazy. We just changed from Earth to an air cycle. So it's kind of funny. You can get people a little bit interested just by those little tiny seeds. Like, wasn't that interested how it kind of like related in today? You saw that with your own eyes. You know, who's to say yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. really real? But why not? It's fun to, you know, it's a fun correlation. And I feel like that's like a yeah. fun way. And people are really like taking in these little things because why not it's it's a positive thing there's nothing r truly negative about it if it's negative it's something that we need to work through and it kind of gives us a therapeutic effect i honestly have kind of been able to get some sort of therapeutic effect out of astrology through shadow work it drives me to work on some things like today's the full moon i'm really going to sit down and reflect on ever it's the leo full moon so i was thinking i was going to sit down and reflect on everything that's happened from the Leo season in August um, in 2020. So I really want to sit down and actually like take stock of what actually happened and where was I then and where am I at now? And like, how can I use that to, you know, close out this cycle and start the next? Very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like, that's a lot of future vision and it's all good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I um, I do think that it's important, like, sorry, Tara, what were you going to say? I, like, hear you. No, you can go. Um, no, just, like, taking, um, taking, like, how did you put it? Um, like, the, like, planting little seeds, like, putting in little efforts. I feel like that has also been, like, with this podcast, like, you know, uh, a lot of the people that I know that listen to it now are, like, not people who were ever really into it before, but they weren't against it. It was just, like, yeah. not something that was really present in their lives. And now it's, like, uh, my my friend um, who I've talked about, Alex, my former roommate, like, she, you know, she's, like, telling me about, like, the, the other mom she's meeting and, and just how she's, like, talking to them about their kids' birthdays. And then, oh, well, I was talking about, like, the Zodiac to blah 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 and just like when me and her met and we became roommates like I never would have thought that I would hear her being like yeah no I was talking about like you know because like so and so's a Gemini and so and so's a Taurus and blah 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 <laughs> and it's just really cool how now it's like you know this little thing of uh just kind of talking to people about well you know this might be because you have a Leo moon you know, you know it's not a seed um, it's more of like an infection we're kind of just like <laughs> spreading it to other people. That's how we've got to look at it. We got to spread it quick, wake mm. people up. <laughs> well, our next question for you is our silly question, but not so silly at the same time. Do you believe in aliens? Oh, I really think, um, like, of course. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know how else to say that, but like I I really feel like there's no possible way we're the only sentient beings in 
this galaxy first of all but like the other galaxies and like all of these things like how could that be possible show me that like if someone says yeah. like there isn't aliens they don't believe in aliens that's like that's like okay show me proof that's like like an atheist like a christian saying to an atheist but god is real and the atheist is like okay but show me proof if someone says like they don't believe in aliens i'm like okay well prove that there is no way like it's statistically impossible there's got to be right yeah mm -hmm. i believe it I, I read something or so, one of my friends sent me something about like how somehow in like an information act that came out of covid that the government has like six months time limit before they have to release any and all information that they have about like contact with aliens that the earth has Ooh. so that should yeah. be coming out sometime soon and I, I think they're still going to be secretive about it but they'll oh, they'll sure. say like yes there are a lot of unidentified there was that whole that like area 51 yeah. like uh they yeah. were going to like go and invade it D did that mm -hmm. happen that was a couple years ago, right? No. Oh, yeah, that was like a Facebook event yeah. or something. It was like, we're going to There was a yeah, so everyone was finding that. But I, I mm -hmm. think that there, sh there probably is something in, um, in Area 51. I think there's stuff that the government, like, knows that we don't know. Oh, for sure. Um, oh my gosh I remember my mom like with our with my first dog Angel like she was just like home alone with Angel and my mom was just like you know thinking like pets would be the perfect way for aliens to like come and observe us because we do everything in front of them and my mom's really into aliens and then she looked at Angel she's like Angel are you an alien and Angel winked at her <laughs> my mom was like I can't I can't <laughs> oh that's so great okay <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, kind of. This is a unintentional That was segue. a good transition. <laughs> I didn't intend that. But our next question. Are you a uh, dog or a cat person? Um, or both? Yeah. Or neither? I, as like my lifestyle kind of only allows me to have a cat. And I am, uh, I feel like people view me as like a really kind of crazy person for having a cat in my situation of traveling back and forth like my cat has he's from china he's lived in the u.s for six months and he's been living in france for about a year and a half now and um yeah like i i really would love to have a dog i love dogs but they're a lot more work so in my life right now i'm more of a cat person but when i see a dog Oh my god, it's like, oh my god, look how big he is! I just want to touch him! Come here, come here! And I'm, I could play with a dog and throw a stick and run after it. I love dogs. So, I can't have a dog right now and that makes me really sad. Like, I have kind of made some close calls with, uh, just like, um, what is it called like last minute decisions like just oh i'm i'm about to adopt a dog right now okay i'm gonna do this am i really gonna do this okay i'm doing this. okay no i'm not gonna do it chill out don't do it okay <laughs> so i really do but i can't i love them both but i wouldn't my cat is my life i wouldn't have a dog right now because i only have room in my life for my cat but i do have another cat my roommate i just moved in with roommates 
and uh, I have another lovely cat. But it's great because they can be friends with each other and kind of puts the pressure off of me. You can hear him now. Oh my <laughs> I god! I was just I gonna say. Long, long. Oh. You want to make a like a surprise oh visit? Um, he's not Aquarius. He was born. Okay, I just figured this out. He was born April. I would say I'm gonna say April twenty seventh because I don't know his official date of birth. That would be a Taurus. Mm-hmm. He's a Taurus kitty. He knows you're talking about him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's very talkative. Oh, my God. The first time that I met Long Long, because um, what Long Long means dragon in yeah. Chinese, is yeah. that right? It means dragon, dragon. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sending pictures of Long Long to Guillaume because Guillaume's the biggest <laughs> cat person. And, um, and I was like, this is Brittany's cat. And he was like, oh, my God, so cute. What's his name? And I wrote Long Long. And he messaged me back. Is it really too long for you to text me what his name is? <laughs> it's a long, long name. Can't text <laughs> It's like, no, no, that's his name. (laughs) (laughs) That's super cute. Oh my gosh. Um, Well, our last question is what your top three are, and you mentioned them before, but you can tell us again. My top three? Definitely. Like your sun, moon, rising. Oh, I was about to say chocolate and... I love where people's brains go for when you ask about your top three. It's like your other friend named Disney movies. <laughs> She's like Peter Pan, Little Mermaid. No. <laughs> I'd say chocolate, smoothies, and plants. That's my top I like three. it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm Aquarius, Sun, and Moon, and Leo Rising. Okay. Would you have, like, did you get those vibes, Tara? Yeah, I mean, I definitely thought it was more fire and air in her. Um, I was going to say um, Sagittarius, um, and then even Capricorn was in there, too. Oh, I have so much Capricorn in my chart. I I just sent you her chart. It's like the majority of it is Capricorn. I'm going to look. And all of it is in your sixth house. Yeah, I texted it to you. Yeah, yeah so all in my six like, houses too. Oh wow! Yeah, my Mercury. And then the yeah. other thing that I like. Sorry, what did you say, Brittany? I was just saying my Mercury and. Uh, yeah, Venus, you have Uranus, Neptune, Saturn. Mercury, Saturn, Venus, all in Capricorn. Um, I really. This is going to sound silly, but I really like your chart. Thank you. I'm just looking at it and I'm like, you're really similar to me in Sierra, like with a lot of air, earth, fire. Yeah. But um I think I think I have uh my Jupiter's in Cancer too. Um Yeah, yours is. And yeah, our with the Capricorn though, we both have me, you and Sierra have the Capricorn stelliums. And that's like yep. super and like optimistic that. and philosophical mm-hmm, yeah. and I feel mm-hmm. that. I feel as I get older I get more optimistic and more philosophical and more like, curious. I feel like Capricorns are like the the wise old like 
like uh, I don't know, like the wise men in the stories are in like you know they become wiser and wiser and wiser. <laughs> but um, I feel the that thing too. that I don't understand, but I am going to look into, yeah. or I have looked into it, but I want to learn more about it. Is that your ascendant is yes. in your twelfth house, yeah, and I have one other friend who is like that, and I don't understand how that's possible because but I'm it Aquarius. Is possible. That's why we don't live by the rules. Okay, rules were meant to be broken. <laughs> I don't care if that's supposed to be in the first house. I'm a Leo in ascendant oh in the twelfth, baby. Not I not love that oh reasoning because you're an Aquarius. <laughs> It's true. It's a. It's because I'm Aquarius, but that's the Leo ascendant backing up my Aquarius. It's like, yeah, I got you. We're in this together. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. But like the thing is that when I did look into it, because I have looked into it, because it fascinates me, and I don't understand it. It apparently people who have their ascendant in their twelfth house are just like. It's like the opposite of getting a first impression, which is what like your first house is normally your first impression. But when I was, it's like almost like a lack of that, not in a bad way, but in a like these people tend to be exceptionally chill people. Hmm. And so when you were talking about that, I was like, oh, man, we have to talk about how our ascendants in her 12th house, because I when I was looking into it, I read that like if you have your ascendant in your 12th house, it's just like there's just an ease because it's almost like a come as you are. This is how I am. But like whatever type of vibe, because there's not even a first impression because there's nothing in your first house. So you're very chill, which I would agree with. Mm -hmm. And also like my first impression, that's not me all the time. Like you can maybe like. Also, I travel so much. I meet so many people just for a short time. Sometimes it's only the first impression. So I think it also has something to do with like me being able to change my first. Like you can't, you can't put me into a box for my first impression because I have to make so many different first impressions. It's evolving. It's different. So maybe that could kind of be like a, a little part of it too. Yeah, because twelfth house is a mutable house, whereas the first house is a cardinal, like come at you. Whereas mutable is like I could do this or I can do that. So, oh, long, long, <laughs> saying hi again. He's rolling on the floor right now and showing his belly, and now he's making me pet his. Oh, he's playing. I'm almost done, baby boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, um. Yeah, I think it is cool how we do like not it, they're not the same, but they we that's a good point, Tara. How we all do have like similar similar things going on in our charts, mm-hmm. and then your Mars is in Sagittarius. So like when you're talking about things and getting passionate about things, yeah, or arguing something, yeah, you would be yeah. really passionate about. You have like it's a really good balance of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like good signs sure. with good planets in good yeah. houses. I really love my chart Make for too. a good human. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was born. Oh, this is interesting. I was born. Let me just double check this right, really quick. I was born when um, Mercury was in retrograde. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying that. That is interesting. We should look into that. Oh, no, sorry. My Venus was in retrograde. My Jupiter was in retrograde. My south node was in retrograde. Chiron is in retrograde. See? Long long. He's like, (laughs) I know, baby. It's crazy. Like, that's the thing, that I was born with four things in retrograde. Like, 
Yeah. It's kind of rough, but... What does it mean? <laughs> I looked it up before. I wrote it down. I can't remember. I need to, I need to really sit down with it. But yeah, I felt it. Yeah. I felt it. I was like, okay, yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> it was a lot of, from what I remember, it was a lot of like um, having like confidence in like those areas. Mm. It was something yeah. about And with confidence. Venus, I remember my Venus is retrograde and that meant that like, Although I seek, like, because with uh, Aquarius is in my seventh house, so with, like, that, it's, like, the house of your relationships and stuff and how you, like, uh, want to be or identify with others. And for me, as an Aquarius, it I, like, want close, uh, long-term relationships. But now that my uh, Venus is in retrograde in Capricorn, it's kind of like I desire this uh, long um, long-term close relationship not even just like romantic but also platonic but sometimes um, my Aquariusness is like the change comes a lot and um, you know you know with my lifestyle I feel like it's it's in reverse because I haven't been in like a huge like a very long long-term relationship either and I feel like although yeah. I desire it because my Venus is retrograde I was born under Venus retrograde I, I don't really like or maybe it'll take a long time I, till I do get it. Or maybe it needs to be a specific orbit, and that's when the time will be right. And then I'll like, you know, have a long-term relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But yeah, it's wow. it's pretty interesting. I think it's kind of rare to have like a lot of planets in retrograde. I'm not sure. I'd have to look at the orbits. And, and to have a ascendant in your twelfth house, you've got a very yeah. special chart for sure. That's yeah. true. Very cool. And Aquarius is special. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, surrounded by all my awesome air signs, I love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so yes, much for being you. our Aquarius guest. Yeah, of course. And happy birthday! Thank you. And happy age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be really a great exciting. like turn of events. I think everyone's going to just like things are going to come quicker and easier for us all now. Mhm. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I like it. Yes. Yeah.